Pit Digging Dexter Podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Mikhail. I'm Marissa Mikhail. And I am Victor Miguel. And I think I'm marrying a unicorn. You definitely are. <laughs> I actually forgot we were supposed to do that. I feel like you make these things up that we're just going to start doing without letting me know. And then I forget every week. Uh, I do make them up on the fly. And every, I think it's every every other two or three episodes, I decide I'm going to um, do the recap for the episode. But something like that, I mean, I think I've done it for at least six episodes now. Well, that's also just a fact. I mean, if that was in the episode or not. What, ma- the unicorn thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, right, right. Of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are here to discuss season three, episode 12 uh do you take dexter morgan we are also doing a facebook live so if it sounds disjointed that is why uh it's the last episode of season three last one we said with season two how long that felt how yeah. long did this season feel yeah definitely felt I mean, we like, started this in the middle of september Think yeah about when we went to new york for the wedding no that was however Forever ago. however long ago how funny is this so we're doing facebook live right now and I, the reason why i'm saying this because i know uh, this is going to be a really bad episode if you didn't join in the room with us. So um, we have uh, a friend, Igor, on the Facebook live chat. And I know he's pretty young. He had told me before when we were talking. So he's in Poland. So he's actually, what is that, four, five, six hours ahead of us. So okay. he's December 15th. We're recording December 14th. And we're all joking about how he's in the future. So someone else in the room writes, uh, our friend Paul writes, oh, he must own a DeLorean. And he has no idea. Do you know we're going to start running into that stuff a lot? Yeah. Like people are going to have no idea what like what references are. It's sad. Even like an answer, like we're doing like the answering machines now. Like I wonder yeah. if Igor has any idea what answering machines are. If yeah. he's 15 or 16. You know what I mean? It's funny. Uh, so we're here. Season finale. Um, I would w- ask you to rank the three seasons thus far, but I feel like I know where you're going to go. If I had to bet. Yeah. Oh God. Did you put one? You put one ahead of two. Yeah. So to me, I think you're gonna go one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lackluster finale. Totally. Like. Yeah. So do you know what the HBO thing is? Where the penultimate episode is really like those sh- a lot of shit happens, and then like the last episode is sort of like the calm, sort of like uh, after. Okay, uh, you said that's an HBO thing. Yeah, like Game of Thrones. It's known. Uh, Boardwalk Empire did it too. Um, just sort of like that second to last episode is when shit goes crazy. And okay. the finale is just sort of like a calm okay. setup for the next season. Uh, but that being said, this was a, a letdown? A bad episode? Yeah. A bad episode? Um, It, was, it wasn't It was a bad episode. I guess it was just kind of like a little boring. Yes. Not a lot. You, were you expecting a lot more to happen? I think that um, I didn't hear such good things about season three. And I think... Um, with going into it not expecting much it was better than i thought or better than i heard but then the finale was kind of like a letdown Mm -hmm. so i don't know if i was expecting so much but i was enjoying the season Mm -hmm. and then it just kind of like didn't do it so much for me at the end um the idea that they kind of dealt with the big bad miguel in episode 11 yeah it's kind of like you know uh I, i didn't ask you what what were your predictions were i did ask you before the episode but you didn't really have much um 
I don't know. So I, I guess I could ask where do you think season four will go before we actually watch the trailer, but we're going to do that just for Facebook Live people. Okay. So we'll get your um, take on that. We're going to return. Oh, God, I think I have a January something here. Well, while my notes are loading. Um, your thoughts. Is that your thoughts on this episode then? Just kind of boring. You're not wrong in thinking that because that is... That's like a lot of people think about this season. But yeah. doing this podcast with you, I like loved, I have like a newfound love for like Miguel and Jimmy Smith. Yeah. But is that like your, your takeaway from this, ep- this episode? Um, boring? Yeah, just a little boring. And I did think that the last few episodes were really good, that it kind of stinks because I feel like, and, and I get what you, what you mean in, your, in what you're saying about HBO, how the second to last episode is, is really, really good. And then the finale tends to be a little bit more boring boring i guess but um i just i guess since i enjoyed the last couple of episodes i was hoping for more but really what else what could more? Have yeah exactly yeah. what more could they have could have happened i'm really glad about Devin anton right right but that's about it um so we will we will be back january 7th january 8th now i'm gonna throw this out to our facebook live to help us with this because remember how we were kind of lost on how um Miguel, why does Dexter strangle Miguel? Yes. And in this episode, we see the actual ligature marks. Yes. So we have everyone in the room. And I guess I guess I want them to answer me because someone tweeted me today. And I'll, oh, I don't even know how I'm going to be able to pull it up. <laughs> We're using every device possible right now. Oh, okay. Uh, no, it's on my Twitter. It's okay. Um, we both can't recall the Skinner actually strangling anyone. No. Especially not with Janet. I'm sorry, Janet. I'm, I'm reading in there. Especially um, the Skinner. I know I'm all screwed up. The the Skinner <clears throat> never strangled anyone to my mind. Where you not see the to ligature my knowledge marks. Either. No, not to right. my knowledge either. So I guess while we have everyone that's 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 talking in the chat, if they can recall when the Skinner strangled someone, because someone brought up something really good. So. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So when uh, we were watching it together, and we were kind of doing a little bit, and and we haven't really done this much this season, but where we kind of like paused it or like asked questions in between, and I was thinking to myself, like it was very different that Dexter strangled him. I wonder if he strangled him to kind of set Miguel up to commit suicide. Oh, okay. Like that's that's where I thought it was maybe going of like. Still just found out he he that you know their their marriage is ending all of this stuff and maybe Dexter's gonna pin it pin it that like Miguel committed suicide and I think something something came up either I asked you or you asked me but I think I said something like is is him strangling Miguel something you know that we should be aware of and you said like well supposedly that's what the Skinner does but you were unaware of it just like I was right because after last episode we were like we cannot figure out why he strangles him yeah. But then Janet, our friend, uh, let me, let me, well, I'll get to it after. Janet was like, it's pretty obvious why he strangles him because he's going to pin it on the Skinner. To which then we both started saying, like, did he ever, did the Skinner ever strangle someone with ligature marks like that? Because I think that, I don't really want, I want to quiz you at one point. Oh, no, no, no. Um, That... She said it's it's obvious because he, he, he sets it up for the Skinner to be whatever. <clears throat> I just got tweeted a really interesting theory as to why Dexter does that. Okay. Um, and it's sort of like behind the scenes. So let's do two things. Our friend Amanda just popped in the room. Okay. 
Hi, Amanda. Amanda hey. got us um, Glitter Gleam and Creations. If she could comment in the Facebook live room, this way I could sort of read it, because I have a lot of things going on right now. Um, she sent us these great Victor cups. Victor is so overwhelmed. <laughs> And he's I like, loving I like it, every though. minute I mean, I, of I, I it. Like, I, like, I like it a lot. Um, <laughs> but she sent us this cup and uh, these cups, and we just wanted to shout her out, and we really appreciate her sending. I imagine it's probably too late uh, to send them out at this point of the December 14th before the holidays, but uh, we love them and thank you yeah. for doing so. Um, also, it is our friend William's birthday tomorrow uh, while the chat's going on and everyone's wishing happy birthday, so... Happy birthday. He gets his lucky, uh, and he held big time with Six Feet Under and, and most of the other, a lot of the podcasts, Six Feet Under, and here at some of Dexter. Let's get into the episode. Let's. Um, please, someone in the room comment, did the Skinner ever strangle someone? Because I have a really good theory as to why Dexter, someone else, Dexter, whatever. Um, so our ep- episode opens up with Miguel being strangled, right? Yes. He's on the this park. Um, those ligature marks look like they really hurt. Um, <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? It's a funny comment. No, because it's not like... Like, I've seen ligature marks. <clears throat> Those looked like they were, like, embedded in the skin. Yeah. As opposed to just, like, a, a yeah. rash or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's told to us that Miguel's missing patches of skin. Okay. That means On Dexter, his shoulder. Yeah, that means Dexter skinned him. Why is that so ridiculous to believe, though? I mean, like, look at what he does. No, I know, but what he does is because, like, an addiction. Yeah. need... And I, I don't know, to me, there's a huge difference between knife and then like taking the yeah. knife and taking the skin. No, it's definitely gross. Right. Yeah. I just, and, and I know Dexter's trying to fit whatever. I just don't see, I can't see Dexter doing that. Yeah. Like Michael C. Hall actually, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Um, we see Ramon has trouble with Dexter because um, as they're carrying Miguel's body out to the car yeah um and it's like if you remember like from the start from like the first episode and dexter the way he was purposely like buzzing now what do you call that when you batting the beehive you never heard that term Bat- no. batting the beehive like playing with fire sure but it? batting the beehive is you're kind of like purposely you ever see like that playing like, with a bear uh, what <laughs> <laughs> You play with the bear, you're going to get bit? Yeah, you mess with yeah. the bull, you get the horn. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. But you've never heard batted the beehive? No. Someone it maybe it's an some, island thing. Uh, um, <laughs> no, it's batting the beehive. You ever see like that like honeycomb, not a honeycomb, the hive? Yeah. And all the bees? And yeah. And if you like, you poke it? Oh, yeah, for sure. It crashes, yeah. whatever, that's batting the beehive. That's what Dexter was doing to Ramon uh, this entire time. Um, and he even got kicked out of the funeral. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. I can't imagine. I, I mean, I'm a funeral director, and... Like twice in my twelve years, yeah, it, I've only seen it like two people get kicked right. out. Um, I think I asked you at some point, does Dexter kill Ramon? And I think you were too involved in the episode to answer me. Right? Did you ever think Dexter was going to kill Ramon? Um, I thought something was going to happen with that. I guess more so than it did. Um, I don't know if I thought he was going to flat out kill him. But um, and not to get too far ahead, and obviously we'll get there. But I definitely thought that when Ramon showed up at the rehearsal dinner, I thought that was like a dream sequence. I was like, no, that didn't really happen, <laughs> but it did. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And we'll get there. Um, we they're at Rita's house. Yeah. Uh, this is after Miguel's funeral. Uh, I wonder what the timeline of all this is because they start talking about we should still have the wedding, and the wedding's like in two days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Two days before our wedding, we're like partying with all our I friends mean, and family. Yeah, yeah, I'm, you're I'm literally, literally yeah, <laughs> like what? Um, I mean, God forbid, you know, there's a funeral, but right. Um, so they're at Rita's house, and Rita, we get this sort of mystery going on where Rita has apparently been married before, yeah. before Paul. So this is Dexter would be third time's a charm. Uh, I feel like I'm going to ask you this a lot during the episode. Did you think this was going somewhere more serious? I thought that there was more of a reason why they brought it up. And I'm still thinking that there maybe could be more of a reason as to why they brought it up. If it's going to continue in the next um, in the next season. When Dexter kind of did a little bit of digging and a little bit of research and found out that it was when she was 16... She had the the marriage. I'm not saying that she should not have told him, mm-hmm. but I can see why she didn't. If she was 16 and they were married for six months, like clearly, like it might have been a legal marriage, but it wasn't a marriage. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that give? Wouldn't they have more reason to tell? Yeah. Like if I was married when I teamed, like it would probably like one of like the first things I mentioned on our first date. Yeah. I guess. And maybe because she was married with Paul, she wasn't thinking, why would it come out? But she has to understand that, like, if you're going to be with someone, you would just assume that, like, that's going to come out, you know? Yeah. Um, the address on the envelope, I paused it and I figured it was what? It was 2348 San Anseline Street yeah. on the show. So we go- I Googled it, and it turns out it's actually Rita's house, but in Long Beach. Yeah. But they put a Miami address on it, um, so I thought that was kind of cool. And yeah. obviously, we have been to, um, been to Rita's house in Long Beach. Um, re- replying here to the Facebook Live, if Janet and or Igor can let me know if the Skinner ever strangled someone, because I want to, I want to get back to that. I don't see a lot of people remembering. That. Yeah, R- Rich didn't. Rich doesn't recall the yeah. Skinner strangling anyone. Um, I think. People hate slash love will get there when I say that to you. Do you see? Do you see Paul's comment? Like, look at look at look at Victor blowing everyone. <laughs> Wait, what? You see, you may have to refresh your thing. It says Miguel's will get there blow offs in person. Oh. Sorry. When I say we'll get there, it's usually that we're going to get to the. I have that saved for later in the episode. Yeah. I think people take that as like, You're that's that's great. Let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not because I have it saved for the end. Anyways, um, yo, so Rita's mother can't come. That's why she sends this card, right? Mm-hmm. Rita's mother has been a teacher for how long? Yeah. She can't miss a day of class. Mom takes off whenever she... she Your mom off. took off a school year and got paid. Literally. My mom... She is, came in for the holiday party. She drunk. working too many full weeks, <laughs> being five days. She will take a random, like, Wednesday off. And I'll be like, Mom, are you sick? What's wrong? No, I just work too many five-day weeks. Like, what? We don't have to get into the whole, do we appreciate teachers? That, like, it has nothing to do with it. You just would imagine someone with as much tenure as, what was her name? Who? Rita's mom, Gail. You just imagine someone who has that much tenure could take a Friday off. <laughs> Assuming they're getting married on a weekend. I like, you know. Sure. Like, I mean, realistically, and, and if you and if you think about how they left off, yeah. Rita essentially so kicked her out. Sure, sure. 
But it was just kind of like she can't get, she can't miss work. Oh, My God, you know, your daughter's getting married. And again, for the third time. Um, <laughs> so Dexter has to write vows. Yeah. Can I read you his vow? Oh, do you know it? No. Oh, what? what? Read it to me. <laughs> Darling Rita. <laughs> Once you were a dream and a prayer, now our future is as bright as the sun gliming, glinting off the morning dew, and I vow that I will... That's when he says, sounds like I'm marrying a unicorn. Do we have to write our own vows? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, And your vow better be more than I promise to be a good husband. Whatever or whatever Dexter said. You don't want me to be a good husband. Dexter's vow was one line, and it was like, I promise to be the best husband I can be. And that was it. And she was like, oh. We'll get there. <laughs> All I'm saying is that's the end of the episode. You brought it up! Yeah, when, when Dexter's talking about his unicorn vows, um, we find out Dexter's apartment has been ransacked. Is it dripping? No. Did I just touch it? I got my, uh, my, my cheek sliced. Um, Dexter's apartment has been broken into. Yep. When you saw his, the first time you saw his apartment all messed up did yeah. you think any like did you did you assume it was ramon or not until they told you not until they told you. right i kind of thought i was kind of still thinking that it was the skinner because um because i we you know we kind of left off with him being you know going after dexter right these facebook have comments i just can't <laughs> because then we're reading them and the podcast is gonna be so bad amazing though <laughs> that's in my vows now no, that's in my vows <laughs> I want to spend the rest of my life with you, but we'll get there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so Dexter plans to use Ellen Wolf's ring to sort of coerce Ramon into stepping down. Yeah. Um, and he sort of has to use like his former partner to get him to get in touch with him, right? Um. And like parallel to that is also at the same time they're naming. This is super fast, but they're naming an interchange intersection near Laguardia's house. Could you imagine how amazingly frustrating that must be to like know? Like, I, I guess let's get there, right? Like Laguardia wants to like bring down Miguel. Miguel. Yeah. If you were Laguardia, and let's assume your friend of three weeks. Who is your light of your world? Do you think, with the prestige that Miguel Prado had, do you think you could keep quiet like Laguerta did? Because all you're doing is tearing down a dead man. Right. I think that while Laguerta is frustrated, I think she just has to let it go. And I think that, um, yeah, I mean. But do you think you could? I think that. Laguerta has a different job than you and I. Sure. And while you're... I, I don't even think job job, job factors into it. I wasn't even looking at it as job. I mean just like a dead man. Right. I'm just talking about a, a, a prestige man who is now dead. And now you're like digging up this like, hey, everyone, he was a killer. Yeah, I know. But she deals with criminals all the time on an everyday basis. I think for you and I to deal with a killer would be a lot different than for her. I know. What I'm asking is, do you think you would keep it secret or do you think you would go forward with it? Like, let's say this guy killed your best friend. I would have to keep it a secret because who would even want to listen to me? Who would even care to listen to me? What if you had overwhelming evidence? A ring. No. A ring's not overwhelming. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I, I'm trying to get you to a point of like, to say like, uh, I don't know. You? 
if it's my best friend, but if I have like, if I have, maybe I wouldn't go public with it. I'm putting quotes, but I would, I feel like I would let people know because they're basically celebrating this Miguel who is not to be celebrated. You're right. Like, Miguel, that's not the real person. He was actually a murderer. <laughs> and they're going to name... Can you name other murderers besides wartime heroes that were... Or heroes? Pablo Escobar. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Damn, we got to get scorecards next time. Um, oh, what's up? Our man Brad is here from Michigan. What's up? Oh, he's not going to be able to hear it because he's at a Christmas party. God, it's going to be so terrible on the podcast. So bad. It's poor listeners. I, okay. I just can't imagine, and, and we'll get to it later, like kind of how LaGuardia deals with this Miguel thing. I think it's sort of like kind of in a weird, in a good way. Circles back to Deb, yeah. obviously, later. Um, let's check out where we are with time. Oh, we're not even 25 minutes yet? Oh, we could keep going. Um, shield talk. She finally got her shield. Finally. All that shield talk. Detective to you. <laughs> Batista <laughs> promotes Deb to detective. Um, full circle full circle for her this season. I, I guess we could close out this first half with Deb keeps going to this file clerk. Yeah. Dig up on Harry's past. Yeah. And I think this was another time where I had to rewind the episode because we see one of the files that she's digging up is Lauren Moser, yeah. all of Harry's CIs. <laughs> Are you reading the comments? Yeah. It's really funny. He's like, uh, our friend Brad is like, oh man, I'm missing out so much. And our uh, friend uh, William's just like, no, we're just talking about Marissa's blinking necklace. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. How far, I guess, first thoughts on Deb digging into Harry's past. Um, I guess it's kind of the same thing that with LaGuerta of just like why it's dead, it's over, it's in the past, there's nothing you can change, there's nothing that will change, um, so I don't know, and also, she's gonna get all of these CI files that's still not gonna show who she was with, who Harry was with, mm-hmm. right? No, but I mean, I guess dig around enough, you'll get connections. I guess, but like... For what? And, um, and you know, it also, too, like, if you just got your shield and you're working your butt off, you have time now to do, like, side detective work on who you're... I don't know. And in my opinion, too, like, if my father had an affair with my mother and both have passed and I kind of had this vision of what their marriage was and it was a good thing, then, like, why would you want to... Let me say, let me, let me add, to, I, I guess you're not wrong where you're going, but I want to add to it what you're saying. Add to it, one, both her parents, uh, her dad was a cop and she very much looks up to her father as yeah. a cop. They still talk about him around the station. Yeah. Uh, but then I think once you hear that hero figure you had in your head was not all of a sudden. And But here's the thing, like, I get what you're saying, but imagine you can get the history or the dirt on your parents and that file right there. It's like, are you really not going to go look at it? You know what I'm saying? Well, what's going to change in your life? I mean, nothing. But, like, my life isn't dedicated to being a police officer. And, like, my father wasn't a police officer. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, do you think this is going anywhere? I didn't. 
You didn't. Until now. Why? Because I feel like you wouldn't be asking me unless it was. Well, do you think they would just, I, I guess, kind of looking at it like predicting going into season four. I mean, there was a, re- <laughs> the dog, there's a reason why. <laughs> this is terrible with the, with the Facebook live because it says we should see Victor's flashing pants. <laughs> I know. I, everyone thinks my name is Miguel. Oh. My name is actually Victor. I don't know why everyone calls me Miguel. Um, and then I'm so confused because of actually Miguel. I know, I know. Okay. Everyone thinks my name is Miguel, and I don't know why, but my name is actually Victor. Um, Hi, Victor. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh! <laughs> this is, oh my god, this is terrible for the podcast. <laughs> So, all right, so you have no really ideas no, where this is going to go because you didn't think of it. No. Okay. So, Deb and Anton run into each other. And it's a total... <laughs> Deb gets... Why do I have Deb gets shell-shocked? Oh. So, like, if you remember as Miguel is being killed, strangled... Yeah. He goes, this doesn't end here. Right. And, like, what sort of stops her from actually getting her shield is... um. They're pulling the files from... The, the ADA is investigating her and Anton, yeah. Right. Um, did you think for a moment she wasn't going to get her shield? Um, I guess I did. Oh, you thought she wasn't going to get it? I don't know, maybe. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that maybe it was more up in the air. Mm-hmm. You know, and she was kind of... Oh, my God. <laughs> and she was kind of... And she was kind of celebrating. Right. So I thought that maybe... Maybe she wasn't going to get it. So, Deb tells Batista, hey, listen, I know you like them hookers. Yeah. And Deb totally for like, is like, totally realizes what she just said and goes, oh, shit, right? Yeah. Um, so, this makes Batista run straight to his boss's office. Yeah. And, hey, I met Barbara Vigiana. I was out on the street. Yeah. I like them hookers. <laughs> I like them hookers. Odd, but I guess if you're in that position, you have to do that. Right. You have to like come forward to if you're about. I don't want this to sound bad, but it's like, you know, people date in the workplace. Like that's nothing new. It's nothing that's like, like usually like you have to move or you have to, you know, switch jobs or switch positions, whatever. But that's nothing so new. Um, So I would imagine this stuff would have to happen like a lot. Let me add to Not it. Not a lot, but... I think workplace normal, yes. I guess I mean, <laughs> I guess I mean, do you have to add, I was out looking for hookers, Barbara Vagina spared me from arresting me, like that part. You know, because I think, I think if you're two cops dating, sure, but do you, like, did he have to go all, and I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying, I'm assuming right. he has it to. It was a dark time. It was a dark on, time. Vic. It was a dark time. Oh. <laughs> Um, I like how we're not even finishing with the season three finale, and everyone's like season four. Season I know. Four. Uh, I get. I guess we could we could uh, start. You know what? Break. And now Dexter gives his vows. Darling Rita, once you were a dream and a prayer. 
now our future is as bright as the sun glinting off the morning dew, and I vow that I will. Sounds like I'm marrying a unicorn. back with part two of the season three finale and facebook live and facebook live um we just had a riveting conversation regarding the riveting survey beatboxing and all <laughs> we were beatboxing <laughs> so we'll be back with season four on either january 7th or january 8th that's a monday tuesday remember we were like oh everyone do you care if we do tuesday and then i don't think we ever did a tuesday no release. i know i really i was like i was like are we supposed to be doing tuesday why are we doing monday <laughs> yeah um do you want to just get back into it yeah wait we don't have any things i I got nothing do you wow i mean it's almost christmas we hope everyone has a great christmas great christmas great new year we're gonna be doing um a little season four talk right after this episode yeah i feel like we're already done with this season i think i said this last episode when we get to like episode eight nine or ten of that season I just want to fucking get there already because I know how it ends and I like want you to get there. Um, and I felt that with this season. Yeah. I feel it with every season. Like I want you to see the ending. Yeah. And it's just like when you think about it, we like binge watch Narcos. Yeah. And oh. when we got to episode eight, we were like, no, tonight we're finishing. Yeah, it. we're not going to bed. Um, When we get to that part, I know we still have to like watch, record, watch, record, yeah. you know, Um. Has there been any more hype for the show than the discussion already going around you with season four? No. And season four is something I've always heard about. Um, even before doing the podcast, even when we first started the podcast, it was like, oh, you guys have to get to season four. Sure, sure. Um, I believe you even said that right after season four, we could just quit <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> you were like, we just have to get to season four. And then, yeah. you know, there's no more. We definitely don't plan on quitting. Season four is going to end we have it all mapped out where it's going to end just about a few weeks before our wedding. Ooh. So we're kind of going to go on a, a break regardless. Um, but we do we do plan on returning, coming back to it. Um, I, I really don't have anything else. We are on Facebook Live. We have our Glitter and Gleam Creations cups. We have our kill room set up. We have uh, everyone. I thought this was everyone who died this season, but we're missing like four people. Oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, we have our Santa hats on. Marissa has the most amazing necklace on ever. Um, Dollar Tree. <laughs> the official sponsor yeah. of the podcast. Um, so if we want to get back into what we were talking about uh, yeah. in part one, LaGuardia calls Deb in to talk and basically does the sort of thing where it's just like, you're in trouble. Yeah. Well, actually, you're not. We're like best friends. Um I like this scene a hell of a lot more than the scene like Dexter and Ramon have. Because those are like the two heartfelt conversations this season, uh, yeah. this episode. And I just I think the one between Deb and LaGuardia is a lot better than the one between Dexter and Ramon. Yeah. Uh, I definitely liked the Deb and LaGuardia one. I um I don't... I mean, I remember the Dexter and Ramon one, but yeah, I was I didn't have any really feelings uh, after leaving that one. These two were sort of like fighting the entire series. And like this, this moment was sort of them like leveling with each other. Yeah. Um, Relating to each other almost. Right. Um, 
And this is where I was saying, like, I think LaGuardia deals with Miguel here. We're sort of like, I'm closing the case on, like, this... What do you call that? Probe into... Um, what do you call that? Moral moral probe? Yeah. What do you call that? Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Moral something. Probe. Yeah. Moral investigation. <laughs> probe. Probe. Um, I think that's LaGuardia closing out everything on Miguel. Like, closing out the past and giving... Why are you laughing? I'm not. Uh, giving Deb her quote unquote shield. Yeah. Um, LaGuardia and Deb are eating cupcakes. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters in life. Chocolate ganache. Oof. Your sister gave us the hot cupcake tip. I should have brought oh, a fucking yeah. cupcake. I should have brought a cupcake. I, I could have gone for one too. I can't believe you didn't either. I know. So if you want to share with everyone. So my sister always has these like crazy pinterest things that no one will ever need to use but supposedly if you take a cupcake and you kind of cut it in like you like just rip it in half and then you Hold take on, you slice it horizontal or vertical no horizontal and you don't so even slice it you just you just do one of these we're doing dexter you slice it okay so you slice it horizontal there you go then you take the bottom of the cupcake do you want to just explain it no i'm, I'm, I'm following along take the bottom of the cupcake put it on top of the cupcake with so the then, icing so then all the frosting's in the middle. What do you got? A little sandwich. Damn. A little cupcake sandy. A little CCS. Yeah, that's a great little um, cupcake uh, hack. Life hack. Life, Life hack, hack right there. Um, so as our... <laughs> you said this and I thought it was hilarious. The resolution to this story is like Deb comes over to Anton's and they start playing that. Baby wow, making music. Wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that baby music, baby making music comes Definitely. on. It's like, damn, it, it feels like a porno too. Cause Literally. like the sets are really Definitely, bad. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, like, you know, cause you imagine this is Deb and Anton like making up like, Hey, we're going to whatever. Yeah. And he's, we're going to do it. And he, yeah, he's kissing all up on her and she's on the phone just doing. Sounds all right. Work. Yeah. Sounds right? all right. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing changed. <laughs> Um, oh, what do we got here? Oh, I don't know. Um, all right. So I guess that sort of closes Deb stuff out. We can get to back to Dexter. Yeah. Um, Dexter, after searching out a few more bars for Ramon, picks up the kids from school, sees he's being followed, um, pulls a fast one. Yeah. Big accident. I asked you who you thought was in that car. And for someone who didn't like this episode... You didn't give me one answer because you were too enthralled in the episode. Yeah, well, um, I think I thought it was the Skinner, but I didn't know for sure. Like, I thought it could be Ramon, too, because if Ramon never broke into Dexter's house, I never would have thought it was Ramon. But the fact that he broke into Dexter's house made me think, like, well, it could be one or the two. They also would do that cop car thing. Like, only cops drive that car yeah. and yeah. 80-year-old grandpas. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, so we go to the rehearsal dinner. And I think one of the craziest things ever. First of all, we're having our dinner rehearsal at a pool party. Yeah. Um, but Ramon pulls. Ramon comes in stumbling drunk. Yeah. Like his shirt purposely tucked out. Yeah. Fucking hold a gun to Dexter's. Head. I literally thought it was a dream sequence. I was like, "There's no way that this oh, is guess. actually happening." Yeah, there's no way they could like actually do that. No. Um, 
Now, what, what what throws me off is I thought he already got suspended off the force. I and he did. Uh, yeah. Right? Because he, he had, had to, to give his gun. He had to give his badge. They do the cringeworthy 80s the shield. badge and the gun. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, and I guess Florida, everyone has a gun, right? Yeah. Um, but how does... We're led to believe like Dexter helps him get him off. Yeah. How how could you let this guy ever? How does he not get jail time? No, I think that's. I mean, but he already got that hook. I guess from like a, yeah, um, capturing, capturing witnesses yeah. or whatever. Capturing, yeah, 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 like torturing and yeah. Sure. This is like strike. Like no, like you need to go to jail. Yeah, you know. But um, I think it's like he's just drunk and thinks he's invincible. But I literally thought that this was like a dream yeah. sequence. I was like, there's no way this is actually happening. And then I'm like, oh my God, wait, it didn't cut out. Like that actually happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I guess, I, I guess Janet brought up a good point. Dexter doesn't know that the Skinner is after him. No. So Dexter thinks it's Ramon. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. <laughs> Our friend Roxanne just, just <laughs> popped in and she just goes, Hey guys, I just turned in and you're talking porn. Guess I'll talk to you in a day or two. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we see Deb and Batista sort of save the day. Yeah. Imagine that's how you kicked off your dinner no. rehearsal. No. Now they're all supposed to be like, guys, you got to try this ginger salad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. And this is supposed to be like such a celebratory day for the two of them. And, and then... Scylla's there? How yeah. many days after? Like that woman would be in shambles. I know. Her husband didn't die of a sickness or anything dude was strangled to death and left in a park and now you're celebrating another marriage this is who the ada the ada her husband was on tv because his brother died yeah he was strangled and left alone in a park like if that you know um the ramones in prison uh dexter comes there to talk to him right Mm -hmm. he plans to go there with the ring Total side tangent here. Maybe our, our friends in here in the Facebook Live. Did you ever see those Facebook meme videos, for lack of a better term, of the dentist who raps songs? No. And But he sings them all about like being a dentist? No. Ramon looks just like him, and I'm hoping someone in the Facebook chat can post it because this dude looks just like him. Ramon's been in a... Uh, he's a Hispanic guy. Like, you know, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Um... Anyways, we sort of learned that Miguel... Do you have any thoughts on this Dexter and Ramon prison? Like, why is Dexter the blood spatter analyst who was really just like a victim, like victimized sure. by Ramon, now like interrogating him in a room? Fair point. If I could give an explanation, Ramon trashed his apartment. Ramon put a gun in his face and like Dexter and Miguel were best buds. Um, so it's just kind of like, and like that, like professional courtesy of like, maybe that's the only, um, (laughs) someone said, I watch a lot of meme videos and I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Um, so I guess like, it's like the professional courtesy thing is for all I have. But in my opinion, it would just be like, just, you know, if this case is regarding you, at least have someone else in the room. Well, that we they show that guy who's like looking through the glass, you know. Oh no, I'm just I'm trying. Literally, yeah. No one loves picking this show more than me. I'm yeah. just simply trying to um to to give a uh, an, an explanation. Yeah. Um, but 
we kind of find also find out Miguel's been a, the biggest phony from the start. Totally. And it's kind of like, well, then what the hell really was Miguel's yeah. plan? Yeah. Because now I kind of think I'm like now I'm like now I never thought about it this much. I think his only plan was just to kill Ellen Wolf. Could but be. But then it's kind of like, well, why did he need Dexter? Yeah. He sees just like Dexter does how the crime scene works. I, I, I don't... Maybe just to have like an ear in on the the police side of it. Even though you have Ramon, just to not right. tell Ramon. It's... I don't know. This season finale, listen, this season finale, there's a lot of it. I think, I think they wrote themselves into a corner. Yeah. And they were just like... Who gives a shit how we get yeah, out of this? Like, yeah, Because you know? if, if Miguel was lying from the start, before we knew all this killing, right? Like, then what the hell was... He was lying to Dexter. He was lying to the audience, to Dexter. Like, I just... Damn. It was weird, yeah. It really just yeah. underwhelms everything. Um, yeah, it, I, I think he was, he was planning to kill Ellen Wolf from the start. Also, did you feel bad for Ramon at all? No. If you think about it, because Ramon says, you know, eh, you know, Miguel used to always talk about how he's the one holding the family. Think about this dude. He's right when he says everything was fine until Dexter came along. Yeah. His bro- his two brothers, dead. And if you imagine you were holding this family together. Yeah. Now all your family is dead. And he did, the worst he, he did was capture civilians. Sure. Yeah. In the name of? Love. Sure. And also, Oscarito. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, have a, uh, we had an iTunes review, by the way, and it just said, and this was honestly when I first started doing the podcast, Six Feet Under, if you listen to those first few episodes, those took me hours and hours and hours, and they were only like 20-minute episodes, hours to record, because anytime I said okay or um, I deleted it. Yeah. I had to restart it. We got a uh, a review on iTunes for Dexter, and it just it's one star, and it says too many ums and okays. <laughs> Dang. But I think that is the most that is the best way to leave a review. Like the host sounds fat. Like I, I wish it said something like that. Like you know, I just love it, and that's like a podcaster's biggest fear. This podcast is getting better and better. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> This has gone so far down the rails. This is so bad. I, when when I was listening to it this time, I felt bad for Ramon. If you just think, if he was the one holding his family together, and the worst that he did was capture people in the name of Oscarito, Mm -hmm. and all your family just dies, gone. I'd, I'd, I'd. It made it would make me feel like what the hell was the point of my life? I guess I didn't think about it until now that you're saying all this. So in that sense, I could think about it. But I think that at the same time, Ramon isn't innocent here either, and like he could have taken like like he didn't have to drink as much as he did. He didn't have to like he could have maybe taken some of the reins more in his life. Sure. Then you know what I mean, like just letting it. Um, fall apart kind yeah. of could you imagine also and again i guess i'm repeating myself how could you not hate dexter because up until he came into his life everything was fine yeah no no, no. i i agree and a thousand like, percent yeah how do i not hate fucking yeah. dexter um <laughs> there's my um again 
So Dexter is back at his tailor and he does sort of the tailor learning, the tie learning deal with Harry. So every time he's doing the tie and they say log, oh, I just think of poop. Poop. <laughs> I like I can't, and I get that it's supposed to be like this like really cute sentimental childhood memory, and then it's like you know kind of full circle again like at the end of the episode, and I just think of like a log of poop. Well, to add to that. I thought it was good use of Harry because it's sort of like a kid growing up thing where you learn how to do a tie with your father. Um, And I think that's just good use of him just sort of like, because like, you know, what what we, what we lack to talk about and the the episode doesn't really give us much to do so. um, Dexter's getting married. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, so he's doing stuff like this where, you know, I, I guess I guess you would picture where if you had a dead father on your wedding day, you're doing it like you would think like that's something you do with your father, yeah. you know? So yeah. I, just, I really, the use of Harry gets really bad sometimes, but I think this season for the most part has been pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, so as we see as Dexter leaves the tailor, which is the same street, by the way, I'm not even going to try and explain it. Never mind. Um, I was trying to explain it to you. Do you remember? Yeah. It was where the street, they filmed... Uh, where what's his name's bar in season two? The 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 swamp bar. Um, God, I forget his name. They film on that little strip of street a bunch of times. Hey, Crystal, what's up? Thanks for attending. And we always have to give credit to Crystal for actually doing Facebook. Yes, yeah, it's her idea. Because she always said like, "Hey, you guys should do this." And now look, now look at us. <laughs> we have fake blood, real blood, and our kill room. <laughs> um. When we see Dexter tied up and George King is sort of watching him. Yeah. You didn't gasp when Dexter got captured, by the way. I think it's like I knew it was coming. I felt it coming. Yes. I I, I don't blame you at all because it's kind of like, well, this has to get resolved somehow. Yeah. And it's like, oh, tomorrow's my w- wedding day. And yeah, like, yeah. and it was like just like a close up of him like walking in, at night in the dark. Like I knew something was going to happen, you know? Um. I was just going to ask, did you ever feel any tension or were you afraid? But it's like, no. No. None at all. No. Again, I still like feel like I can't be afraid of George King. I could beat him up. I've, yeah. Yeah. You can. I know you can. Yeah. Uh, I think, again, it's... I think this scene... We're here. We're supposed to be afraid of the skin or afraid of whatever. I think the greatest use of this scene is Harry and Dexter. They're having like an actual father-son conversation in the most ridiculous way possible. Yeah. Um... Dex hasn't been in danger since he's been a father, so it would make sense to him that it's a little bit more intense. Mm-hmm. When Harry's crying, Dexter's like, I've never seen you cry. He's like, those aren't my tears. Yeah. So are they Dexter's tears? That's what I thought. But we don't see them. No. Weird. <laughs> ghost tears. <laughs> They're ghost tears. Um, oh my God, I have so many problems with this ending. <laughs> like, the way Dexter... And here, here we are again, and here we are. We have a Facebook live room. I refuse at all the idea that the voiceover when Dexter's on the table and he's explaining to us that George King likes control. So yeah. I'm going to take. I think that is one of the lowest moments of the show. I could see that. I was like, this is so dumb. Yeah. Like, why are you explaining it to us? And then you just and- look over at Stewie George King. <laughs> like, all angry, looking like, okay, like. 
Like, yeah, it's still not making me like scared. Like, he's playing therapist on the table yeah. in his head. Yeah. And it's like, here's the thing. I I would want to say at this point of the finale, yes, because they aired it right after the finale, they were already renewed for a season four. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Dexter's getting away. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and this show doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> this show doesn't do much to make you think he's actually going to get in, sure. in trouble or caught or anything. Yeah. Because um, there's so much questions. Like, I, I wish there was a lot of, like, pausing where, I mean, <sighs> let's talk. Well, God, there's there's so much, right? Something I, I never thought of until this watching. Why does George Qu- Quing, <laughs> the twista... <laughs> Why does George King never question Miguel being killed? So Miguel gives Dexter to George King. Yes. Then we find out Miguel's dead. Yeah. Being blamed on the Skinner. Right. Why at no point does George King talk to Dexter and just being like, what the fuck happened to Miguel? I guess. But if you are the Skinner and you're this serial killer. Yeah. Who are you going around talking about other people's deck murders? Yes, I, I just, I guess it, it, he gave him up to him. Like so if you were robbing a bank and then some of your money came up missing, you're not going to go to the cops and be like, the money no, that no, no, I... No, 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 I'm talking about George King, the Skinner, go to Dexter. What the fuck happened to Miguel? But how, why would George King even think that it's Dexter. Because I think you're I think you're I think you're being a little nitpicky here. Fair enough. Um <laughs> Dexter breaks the table, which is clever, yeah. I guess. He sort of does the, the, yeah. the rollover. The old one two. The the old one two. Um they scrap, Dexter breaks his neck, throws him off. Are you as annoyed as me at the fact that Dexter escapes? Okay, I actually was happy that he escaped. Because the way that I had it playing out in my head is there's good old Deb, Detective Deb, driving up to get the scene and Dexter's already there, already solved it, just so happened to be in the neighborhood and I found George King. Like, that's what I was thinking and I was like, that is so whack. Like, to just like, like, why is Dexter always there? Why is Dexter always at the crime scene before, you know? So I actually like that he got away, Um I was happier that he got away than not because I really did not think that they were going to go that route. I thought right. that it was going to be like, and and maybe even so, oh my God, the Skinner kidnapped me too. And that's not even that far off if the Skinner killed Miguel, which we know he didn't, but if the Skinner killed Miguel, it's not that far off for him to get Dexter too. But that's where I thought it was going. And I was like, oh, again, like Dexter's, you know, just whatever right there. So I kind of like that he escaped. I find it ridiculous because they never put Dexter in any real danger. And the moment they did, like last season, they put Dexter in actual real danger. It turned out to be the biggest break where Dexter was totally the dope. But it's also the age old thing of the show is Dexter. Okay. And I'm with you. Breaking Bad. You feared for Walter White that entire series. There was actually genuine fear of Walter White. Yeah, and Walter White was hands down the main character, but there were also other people involved. Right. I guess you have the same you have the same dynamic. Deb's the cop sister. You had Hank the brother in law, DEA. Yeah. Like they were doing the same sort of the same thing. He's literally 
um, investigating Heisenberg. Right. I'm just saying you felt a hell of a lot more tension for Walter White than you do for ever for this show. Yeah. I guess what I, I guess if they made the escape a little bit more convenient. Right. I think though, and I don't know if this has to do with the show or if this has to do with the writing. And we're doing a podcast about Dexter, so we should talk about Dexter. Oh, Janet just said no more Breaking Bad, please. <laughs> but um, and I and I agree. We're doing a podcast about Dexter. We need to talk about Dexter, but. I just think that it was just done better in Breaking Bad. I, I, a hundred times better, and and like so, something that we're 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 writing we're we're reading here, like there's a lot in this show that's super convenient, and I think I think this <sighs> this um I think the show knows and loves how to. I think the show knows how to ramp up the tension. I think Dexter. with this show, I think with this show, I think with Dexter, it's more entertainment. I'm not believing. No, no I guess what, you know, and and I enjoyed. I I thought it was good that he escaped. I, I think Dexter it. knows the show knows, and the writers they know how to ramp up the tension. I think when they get to this high point, I don't think they know what to do with it. I think they just very sloppily write out. But the climb there is. I think that the the escalation with Miguel this season was great. Yeah. Bay Harbor Butcher, the yeah. ice truck kill, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of it was amazing. But I think when they get that they get there, they're just like, ah, we have another season. Let's like, you know. Um Dexter sees Rita in her wedding dress. Yeah. They say that's bad luck. Yeah. Do you know why? No, why? I don't know. Oh. I think it's just one of those things like you can't put shoes on the table and yeah. you can't break mirrors or right, whatever. Right. Um Dexter in his head is like, I'll let Rita keep her third wedding a secret. Yeah. When you weigh that versus Dexter's... Oh my God. I know. <laughs> I know. It's kind of even... But it's like, why would they even put that in the show then? Yeah. Like, you know, if he's not going to do anything with it. Yeah. Um, you- maybe, I mean, maybe just to show, you know, that it's all about secrets. You know, I mean, this whole episode is about secrets. Yeah. No, agreed. Um, <laughs> God, we are ripping this show here. But there's something I I liked it. I like that. I you liked... start out the show saying this is you, this was probably one of the worst episodes of the show. Oh, I thought we were talking about last scene though. The the wedding? Never mind. I don't know. Continue. Um, following, you know what? I was gonna say following the code, but no. I want to put in, into perspective Dexter's wedding morning. Okay. He gets captured. He kills George King. Escapes. Deb gets her shield. Goes to capture George King. Went ahead with all of that. Then got to the hotel for the marriage. For the wedding. This was the morning. That's not insane. Okay. (laughs) Get out of here. I think that is absolutely insane. For a, a, a morning. Dexter's morning. How did he even get a cast by the way? Going to keep rolling. Um, keep rolling, please. I like where they're tying the tie together. Yeah. And it's like, of course, Deb would know how to do a tie. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like a total. Um, I like that scene, too. I thought it was cute. Our episode ends with Dexter and Rita getting married. Yep. Thoughts? Thoughts on their wedding? Um, I kind of wish we saw more of it, but that's okay. Um, You better have more than one line of vows. Right. And we're there, so go ahead. And I don't know why Rita had a peacock feather in her hair. Maybe that was popular oh, back then. Even... Yeah, interesting. Ten years ago. Um, if you bleed on my dress, I'll kill you. 
and it's nice to see everyone kind of socializing and laughing and getting along and be like Quinn and LaGuardia were dancing, you yeah. know, and like stuff like that. It's cool to see them outside of the office. That was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was it. So a little trivia here on the, uh, what do you call that? The keyboard. Okay. Is the composer of the show, Daniel Licht. Okay. Um, on the bass is his brother, John Licht. Cool. Daniel Licht has since passed away. Um, so I thought that was a cool little cameo there. And we had that, remember if I told you, we had Jeff Lindsay a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, any idea on Dexter's voiceover? Because he's sort of like, how did I even get here? Like, you know, he, what does he say? Um, Dexter, like family man. Right. I'm a father now. How does it even happen? Yeah. Um, it's so funny though and it's a lot different um for you and i but it's like we just had that conversation a few weeks ago of like like how like life just goes and passes and days and then it's like how did we get here and i remember i was thinking about that to myself like oh my gosh like here we are like we're engaged we're getting married in a few months like how did this like like not how did this happen that just like doesn't sound bad but it's just like wow like like life happens and like that's pretty cool and then like i started thinking about you and it's like oh my god how did you get to florida how are you here right now (laughs) you know what i mean um how are we doing this podcast right now you know so i thought that was kind of funny when that scene transpired because i was like oh my god like i was just thinking that too but obviously you and i are a lot different circumstances than dexter but right uh i'm with you and like i could praise this show for this and also ding it like the season was neatly wrapped in a bow, mm-hmm. almost like a literal bow in terms of the wedding, and I like that because I like, I I like how you said like it's kind of nice to see everyone, and you could tell like while they were shooting they were probably having fun as a cast, yeah, and that I kind of like, yeah, and what helps that is like it's voiceover, music, monologue. Um, I also don't like it's just like remember we start out the season everything was great. Mm-hmm. everyone was like you know deb was not smoking yeah. no more dudes and this and that and we yeah got new quinn and whatever by the way i thought this episode the yuki thing closes out that thing totally went nowhere yeah the, I, I, th- I i was waiting for it this entire episode I had that for in, you i had that in my notes um as to like where did that yuki storyline go and i didn't know if it go if it bleeds into like season four at all but um <laughs> Paul Sassel. <laughs> Paul's like, I think the same thing. How did I get this fat? That's so great. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know where that was going. It we- went nowhere. Yeah. I-, I guess where it went is Quinn has a rich. So then it's kind of funny because. Um, oh, I got to mention Star Wars. Go ahead. At one time, Deb said something like, um, oh, no one can believe that the Skinner is really or George King is really the Skinner. They said he's so nice. And then Quinn said something like, Oh, I hate a polite killer or like I hate a polite serial killer or whatever. And then it was like, huh, like I kinda wanna like Quinn now. Like his hair's grown out a little bit more. He like right, looks right, a little bit right. more, you know, nicer yeah. or whatever. And then it's like, wait a minute, should I like Quinn or not? Because like in the yeah. beginning, like you're kind of like it's like tunnel vision that like there's something up with Quinn, something's wrong with this guy, like he's no good. And now right. it's like, wait a minute, I think I like him now. I think he's cool. <laughs> right. Um at the ending, and we watched. We I, I made you watch episodes four, five, and six of Star Wars, and we sort of did a recap of one, two, and three. Four, five, and six is a New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. At the end of Return of the Jedi, they have 
Darth Vader, which is really Luke's father. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, and, and they, I believe, Yoda and someone else. Here, at the end of the wedding, we see Harry and Laura Moser. Mm-hmm. They do a sort of... A, yeah, cheers. It's totally like a Return of the Jedi Star Wars moment. The, the ghost of the parents or, or whatever. I'm just telling you, it's very closely reminiscent of it. Okay. Um, I was going to say, what do you think the blood dripping on Rita's dress symbolizes? I didn't think anything of that. You just thought, do you know what? No, you just didn't. You saw it and you just let it. I just thought Dexter blood. I think if you want to go thematically, symbolism, whatever word, I feel like they're all the same word, motif and all that. I know there's a difference. Um, The blood is on the back of her dress. And it's sort of like, that's like Dexter's secret. And it's like, of course, he has a broken arm on his wedding day because this is what he does. Sure. You know? um, dude, I'll tell you, I bought this plastic. We're doing Facebook Live. I bought this plastic and I put it up. Just this little amount of work I did where I'd print out these pictures, put them up, and rearrange this room. That was a lot of work. And this is nothing. If I literally go like this too hard, this is going to fall down. Surprised it didn't. Fuck Dexter doing all of that work on top of chopping up bodies. That being said, do we have anything else to close out season three? We're, we're Follow about, the code. We're about to watch the season four trailer yeah. with everyone on Facebook Live. Yeah. Um, anything else on season three before we... This isn't so much on season three as much as it is just on the podcast as a whole and on our listeners as a whole. Um, just thank you again for sticking with us and keeping with us. I know some, uh, some weeks are better than others, but just thank, thank you again. Um, this Facebook live was really fun. A lot of people seem to be into it, which was cool. I think that season one and season two, we were both like, oh shoot, it's the finale. Should we do a Facebook live? And it was kind of like last minute, but with this, um, everyone was, was kind of, asking about it so it it i know it made me feel good i'm sure it made victor feel good too um and it was it's a lot of fun kind of um planning it out in ahead of time instead of just being like oh yeah i guess we should do that you know um so yeah just thank you for everyone listening um comment you know uh whether it's nice or not we want to hear it because we can only get better through your comments um something i wanted to bring up And since we're at the end of the episode, um, William, please don't bring that up because I know where you're going to go with that spoiler. But what I do want to bring up is the reason why (laughs) someone someone wrote out to me, someone uh, tweeted me today, and forgive me for who it was. um, The reason why Dexter slash Michael C. Hall strangles Miguel is remember a few episodes ago, Miguel accidentally almost killed that person with the knife. Yeah. I think they probably rewrote it. No. Out of respect for Jimmy Smith as an actor and Michael C. Hall that he wouldn't have to fear the actual going into. So they did this strangling thing. Like to spare Jimmy Smith. Maybe. Jimmy Smith is a huge actor. Yeah. Like, you know, he's up up until this point of the show. He's yeah. probably more popular than Michael C. Hall, right. I would say. Um, I think it's... You're not buying that at all. Maybe. I mean, like, it's like, not like, like it doesn't make sense, but I don't know. Maybe. I just think there was like so much fear. Like, oh my God, Jimmy Smith could have almost killed someone on the set of Dexter. Yeah. Like, let's not even 
get there with him and Michael C. Hall sure. and all that, you know? Yeah, I thought I it was something that. interesting that I never thought of. Um, I never would have thought of it if you didn't yeah. bring it up, so I could see that. No, and, and forgive me the person who did tweet this to me uh, earlier today. Uh, it, to me, it's, it's something I would have never even thought of, but I thought it was great. We'll be back January 7th or 8th. Um, if you are here with us on Facebook Live, we're about to have Marissa watch the season four trailer. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and uh, have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. Uh, uh, happy, happy New, New Year. Year. Happy Hanukkah that's passed. Happy everything. <laughs> yes, uh, have a very safe and happy holidays. And we will talk to you in 2019. Bye. Bye. Bye.